All right, guys, welcome to another episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about a Facebook post that I made a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a week ago, that I got a lot of feedback on. And um, and it's a good post. It was a post that I wrote late at night as I was thinking about my life and my life choices and how I related it to my dog. So I'm going to be breaking it down. Um, I'm going to be breaking down that post kind of line by line because I thought it was very, um, very eye opening. It's a very eye opening uh, series of statements that I have and, and questions that I ask myself occasionally and, uh, and sometimes more frequently that put things into perspective for me. And a lot of people, a lot of you guys resonated with that post. So I'm going to be um, expanding on it a little bit more to see if maybe we could get some some good questions out of it. Uh, first, I want to let you guys know I am an affiliate for XDog, so make sure you check them out. Uh, go to XDog. Um, I believe it's XDog.com, but if you go to the link in my bio in in Instagram, uh, or if you're on Facebook, if you're uh, you know if you're if you're if you're watching this or listening to this on YouTube. Uh, go to the description. There should be a link for the X Dog store. Uh, they sell uh, training vests for your dog, so weight vests with adjustable weights, um, supplements, all of that stuff. And if you enter promo code DTIMP15, okay, again, that's DTIMP15, you'll get 15% off on some of the equipment and products there. I'm also selling crates. They're Dakota crates, Dakota 283 crates. Uh, these are very, very similar, comparable to the Rufflin crates. Uh, the difference is they're, uh, I believe they're a little bit bigger. They're more comfortable. The flat, the lane surface inside is flat, so there's no ridges for the dog. Um, they're, I believe, a little bit bigger. They're equally durable, and they have an even very, very durable military-grade crate, uh, and there is no back order. I put an order for a bunch of crates for me, and I got them in, in a week. So make sure you check them out. I can, um, you know, I can give you the, the pricing if you want. I'm a dealer, so I can give you the lowest price that I can possibly give you, and no shipping fee as well, and it'll get delivered right to your door in a very, very prompt manner, way, way faster than you'll get your rough lens. Because I know that's been a problem with a lot of people wanting rough lens. So let me know, send me a message if you're interested. Um, and now let's get into the into the episode. Let's get into the post that I made. So the post that I made was, am I as disciplined? This is late. This, I think it was like one in the morning, which is, it was a little bit ironic that 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 I was thinking about this because I know I should go to bed early, okay? Yeah, and I, I do work dogs all the way until late. Uh, sometimes we're working dogs, especially at that time, we had uh, some boarding trains. We have our six dogs, um, you know, plus the boarding trains, and we work them all one at a time. So all of our dogs, all the dogs, they get exercise throughout the day. You know, our dogs, the client dogs for sure, we don't just do training with the client dogs. We're also giving them exercise. 
So even when it's freezing, because last week here in Texas, it was freezing. It was in like the teens. It was like 18 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, 16 degrees a couple of nights. So, you know, that kind of limits some of the some of the uh, activity that we can do outdoors. You know, we don't have an indoor facility. We just have the, the carport and we have our, our, our pretty big uh, back porch. So we, we do a lot of the exercise on the slat mill which is in the back porch, still pretty cold, but, you know, we don't have to worry about the ice, the dogs slipping in the ice, which we did get snow and ice last week. So it was a couple of, uh, it was a handful of uh, very late nights. And uh, as I'm, as I finished with the dogs, I'm sitting down and I just started thinking I should have done this today and I should have done that. And then I started thinking, man, I should do this right now. I should do this. I should go to bed early. I should go to bed right now. And then I started to think about all the things that I should do, you know, that I should have been doing. And, um, you know, time that I had to, that I should be making for these things. And then I started thinking to myself, you know, I expect so much out of my dogs, I expect so much of, and I hold them accountable. Now, especially because you know there there are dogs where dog trainers, and um, you know, or if you compete, right, which a lot of you guys do, which I do too. You know, I compete, so we're training for competition. We're training for precision, and I expect so much out of them. You know, within reason. I'm not I'm not an asshole, but you know, I do expect them to execute and uh and i expect discipline and i think to myself and i was thinking to myself like i have before do i hold myself to the same standards do i hold myself accountable and the answer is i was asking me these questions asking myself these questions of, of uh you know why didn't I do that? Or, or, or as I was going through that in my head, I, the answer was clearly no, it wasn't. You know, it's it's not. I don't do that. I don't hold myself as accountable as I hold my dogs. I'm not as disciplined as I expect my dogs to be. So that's you know that was one of the questions, and I and I put that on the post. Am I as disciplined as I expect my dogs to be? And the answer is there are times, many times where I'm not, where I give myself these little excuses like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit tired. Oh, you know, oh, I did this. I should just, you know, take a quick break. And, and it's crazy. And I, as I was thinking that, I was like, how dare I expect this much out of my dogs? And and then I don't hold myself to the same standards. Now, sometimes I do. Sometimes I, you know, I'm, I'm turning and burning and I go full throttle. But then I go through periods where I know I could do more and I know I could do better. So that, that questions occasionally, you know, it wasn't the first time that I asked myself that question. That question does creep in occasionally. And I, and I always tell myself I, I need to be better. Another question that, that I ask myself is, do I give it everything? Do I give everything I have 
like my dogs do. Now, I have working dogs. Uh, I know some of you maybe don't have working dogs, but even your pets, right, when they want something, they really are into it. But I can tell you my dog, Rust, may, when he wants something, right, which is competition work, right, it's his ball or the bite or the pillow, uh, when he wants something, he'll go through anything. I mean, that ball <laughs> has... Since he was a puppy, you know, that, that ball has bounced off of different places. And one time it, it slipped out of his mouth as he was playing with the ball and it went under the bleachers. And this dog with no concern for himself, no regard for his safety, dove underneath those bleachers, which he didn't even fit under. He got stuck, right? Um, that ball has also, um, you know, uh, has sometimes bounced a certain way and it landed on a pile of cacti cactus here you know at our property and he just went right through it just went just went grabbed his ball and didn't even complain came out like like everything was fine and comes out and there are thorns sticking out of him that i'm having to pull out of him and he just casually walked through it like there was nothing. Um, so I know this dog just absolutely is determined, right? Without regards for himself, he's determined to get what he wants. So sometimes I ask myself, am I that determined? And the answer is not always, okay? And at that time, when I when I wrote that, I was thinking, I, w I was feeling a little bit down, and I thought, no, I don't. And now these are questions that really, uh, you know, they seem like they're downers, but they're they really aren't. They put things into perspective for me. They give me that little boost, that little kick in the ass that I need. Or another question, another thing that I asked myself that was on the on that post as well is, am I as forgiving? as my dogs are with me. And that's another one too. Like there are times where I'm I'm, I'm telling you this this is this is exactly what's happened to me, especially with my younger dog Cinco. You know, he's he's a young pup, very immature. God, he still acts like he's 5 months old and he just turned a year old. Right? Very very slow maturing dog, still acts like a puppy. Bounces like a puppy. Everything about him is he's still very very young in the head. But he's progressing, you know, at a at an okay level. I, I could be putting more work into him. Um, you know, I don't put as much work into him as I did on Rust when Rust was that age. That's for sure. Um, but you know, he is progressing. He's learning some things. He is on that track. He, I'm not doing like not doing anything with him. He is getting worked every day. But there are time. There have been times where, you know, I'm, I'm working Rust. I'm working client dos, and I'm doing this. And then there've been a couple of times where I've done something with Cinco um, that he hadn't really done yet. But in my mind, I thought you should know how to do this, right? So like, you know, I'll give you an example. We're doing heel, attention heel, and he still needs help. So I still have uh, the, the food out and I'm not lowering. I still have the food as an indirect reward. Um, and, and he does really nice. He's starting to get better with that. 
but there are times where I don't even have that extra bit of assistance and I and I just think at the moment I know you know how to do this and I'll hold, I'll hold him accountable right and he'll do it and then it's not until after the training session that I realize oh my god I haven't done that with him yet now that's something that's a picture he hasn't seen yet. And there have been a couple of times where that's happened. And it's because, you know, I'm, I'm training Rust and I'm working with these other dogs. And, and sometimes, you know, this is why the training log is freaking awesome. I kept the training log for Rust and Cinco. And I do it for the first six months or so. But first, yeah, about the six, first six months or so, I keep a log because there's a lot of imprinting of behaviors then. But then I, I kind of remember and then I carry it afterwards. But uh, clearly, there's been a couple of times where the the log could have come in handy. So um, you know, and I think to myself, God, I was I was, you know, expecting more out of my dog than he was even prepared for, and uh, and yes, he got some corrections there, not nothing abusive, but he did get some corrections, and uh, and you know, obviously, because if it's something he doesn't fully understand yet, he hasn't seen the picture for that those corrections were unfair. They could have been fair, right? The pressure, the ease of pressure could have been a little bit more fair. Uh, and it would have been if he had seen that picture ahead of time. But then, you know, th this doesn't happen very often, but I know for sure it's happened twice with Cinco, and I felt awful afterwards. I was putting him away. I remember thinking, oh my God, he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't seen that picture before. But he's happy he's just so excited he's like yeah and then the next training session when i pull him out um you know to sort of redeem myself i'm like okay i'm gonna show you this picture again and this time i'm gonna lower the bar but he's just excited he's like hey what's up dad let's come out and let's do something and i think to myself god this dog these dogs are so forgiving and that's the thing you could correct a dog even if it's uh you know hopefully a warranted correction right and, um, you know, a fair correction, uh, the proper use of pressure. And they're like, yep, don't worry. That was that was not supposed to do that. I should not have done. I should not have chased that dog. I should not have chased, you know, I should not have been inappropriate with that person, etc. The The correction is delivered. They bounce right off. Okay. So I thought to myself, am I as forgiving as my dogs are with me? And that's something that I know, um, you know, I, I know I need to be, I'm not, I'm not terrible about that actually, but, but I know I could be as forgiving, I could be more forgiving in general. I'm not talking about dogs, just in general and my general, uh, life relationships, right? My regular relationships with people. Another one, and my, this one was also a good one. Am I as in control of my impulses? as I expect my dogs to be. You know, when we train our dogs, we use distractions. And some of these distractions are things that they want. And we properly and fairly bring them to a point to understand that you have to ignore those distractions. And they get it, they learn it. And then you can amp the distractions. 
You can make it so that you have things that they really, really want. And you tell them, you must not partake of those things. You must not engage with those things. You have to stay in this position. You have to focus on this and completely ignore what you really want to do. We do that with pet dogs, not just competition dogs. Right, dog that loves to chase cars, we get them to a point where they're like, I must not chase the car. A dog that wants to chase dogs and be inappropriate with dogs, we get them to a point where they go, I will not do that. We get dogs through proper training to ignore very, very heavy distractions for them. And my question to myself was, am I as disciplined with that? Am I good at ignoring distractions, everyday life distractions, little distractions? Right, like choosing this, which is better for me over that, which is not as good for me. Right, choosing exercise over rest. Choosing water over coffee. Right, choosing the extra half an hour of sleep over getting up early and getting the day started early. Right, these are little distractions that stack up. You know, choosing that extra episode that I don't need to watch over, you know, doing something that I need to do, something that is more constructive. So am I as disciplined? And as in control of my impulses and ignoring distractions, am I as good as at ignoring distractions as I, as I expect my dogs to be? And the answer is, I could be better. Another one is, am I as willing to learn as my dogs are? And you see you know, your average dog, even, even if it's not a competition dog, even if it's not a working dog, if you have some motivation, you have something they want, and you have the right strategy, you'll see these dogs will work and they love, you know, they love turning those wheels. They love learning. And it's something brand new, right? Now, if properly done, I'm not talking about cranking and yanking your dog where they feel like, oh, crap, I have to learn this. Uh, more like, you know, they're they're excited to learn that you presented them with a puzzle, and they're in the learning process, where they're just eager to just progress one little step. And to them, it's like it's it's great. And you watch them progress until they do something really really nice through that progression of that learning process. And I ask myself. Am I as willing and eager to learn new things as my dogs are? Because what happens a lot of times to us, you know, I can tell you this from personal experience, what happens is we dread learning new things. I, I, I can tell you, I don't like it. <laughs> if I have to learn something that I'm not comfortable with, like if it's got to do with, uh, with computers or, or something that's just not in my, in my scope of... Um, work in my scope of expertise, uh, not in my wheelhouse. I, 
I, I'm like, I don't want to learn this. And doesn't mean you have to learn everything. Okay, you really don't. One of my uh, one of my good friends and a mentor of mine, he's big into, you know, going. You network. You you you're not gonna learn everything. That's why you connect with people and you pay people to do things for you. That's how you create a team. But you know that doesn't mean that that there aren't things that need to be learned, right? New skills, something new that will make me better as a person. And I can tell you there are times where I dread the, even the thought of I have to learn something brand new. And obviously the answer is, you know, no, I'm not as willing to learn and as happy to learn as my dogs are. Then another one, you know, do I live as fully as my dogs? Am I as present as my dogs are every day? Am I as present and am I as, and do I live as fully as my dogs do every day? And the answer is not always, you know, there are times where I get caught up with worrying about certain things and, and, and there is nothing at the moment that I can do or I just have to wait. Uh, there, are, there are things where you get things done and now you have to kind of wait. And at the moment, I have to always remind myself and I'm pretty good about doing this is I, I, I put worries aside and I go, Right now, it's the time for me to relax, to take a walk, to breathe, to, uh, you know, focus on something else. Right now, it's the time to work on this, right? This project right here, and there is nothing I can do about that particular worry. That's already taken care of. Now, it's just a matter of waiting. And while I'm waiting, instead of waiting and sitting and worrying, I can work on something constructive so being more in the present right enjoying the enjoying the breeze enjoying the the butterflies so to speak and am i as present as my dogs are they're happy like constantly they're like so happy you you, you get them outside and and it's like they're they're super super pumped about nothing And that's that's just that's just such a good example. You know, my dogs give me such a good example. I aim to be like them. The intensity that Rust gives me is insane. He's not a perfect dog. He's not even a that great of a dog. I know whenever I take him to competitions, I get a lot of compliments on how great he is. Because he does have the intensity. Uh, but he does have a lot of deficiencies. He's not a very confident dog. Uh, he looks incredibly confident, but there are things that definitely bother him. Um, so he does have his his you know his issues temperament wise. But the one thing he does have is that dog has intensity. 
And I think to myself, you know, am I as intense as this guy is? This guy just gives it a, a thousand percent anything. Like you just take him out for a potty break and he's just running, right? He's like, yeah, potty break. Everything to him is exciting. Everything. Even if it's something brand new. Even if it's something that's kind of, you know, too new for him. And, and he's like, oh, I don't know about this. He still gives me intensity. And there are plenty of times where I ask myself, when I'm taking something on, I'm like, I need to, you know, what will Russ do in this situation? How intense would Russ be about this right now? And the answer is he'd be super stoked about doing anything. You, you, you could get Russ out in the middle of the night. You could get him up at four in the morning. Get him out. After he's only been sleeping for like a couple of hours. And he'll, you know, he doesn't complain he doesn't like, he's not sluggish. It's just pump. He gets up with intensity. Doesn't matter how tired he is. He'll get up with intensity. There's no complaints at all. He'll just do anything with intensity. And that to me is amazing. I want to be like that. And I aim to be like that. You know, same thing with my wife's dog, Samara, the, the black Malinois that I feature on my, on my videos a lot. Her dog is intense and she's happy. Like she is happy. Rust is intense, but he's all business. <laughs> it's just it like he's ready to work. Samara is intense, but you could see the happy and the joy in her face constantly. And I always ask myself, what would Samara do in this situation? So it's it's very interesting to see how much better dogs can be about certain things compared to us humans. It's like we overthink a little bit too much and we, we worry too much about things that we cannot control. Whereas dogs, they're super pumped about everything. I wanted to explain this episode uh, or this post in a little bit more detail. And I think I've done that. Hopefully this episode was as helpful. And these questions were as helpful to you guys as they, as they are to me. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.